Hello, hello, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, good night. Whenever you are listening, thank you for tuning in. This is a brand new podcast for all you SCAD students and beyond, and for anyone who is interested in making music. This is the music theory fundamentals that you need to know in order to write songs like that one or one that you create. My name is Manny, Manny Festo. I'm your host, and I'm very excited to teach you guys all about music, which I love, which I've been learning about uh, since I was very young. So let's get right into it with the basics. First and foremost, the main thing to know is a good place to start when it comes to music is thinking about first sound as well as pitches. First off, knowing what sound is is very important so that it can help you with how to make music down the line. So the main definition of sound is vibrations that happen through the air usually caused by uh, a displacement of that air by objects hitting each other. And usually the harder that they hit each other, uh, the more sound gets produced. If I knock very lightly on something, it makes a little sound. If I knock very hard on something, then it makes a much bigger sound. So that's the basics of how sound happens. And that's because when those two things collide, uh, the air gets displaced and reverberates through the air uh, and lands at your ears. <laughs> that's pretty, that's actually the, that's a part of the definition of sound is that, uh, you have to hear it. <laughs> that's, you know, the whole, uh, if a tree lands in the, in, in the woods and no one's around to hear it, is it a sound or does it make a sound? That's actually kind of, uh, scientific when it comes to the question. So once you know that, and you know that, uh, sound is caused by vibrations that happen through the air, you know that different vibrations, or you can figure out the different vibrations mesh with each other better than others. For instance, if you have something like this, something like that, that doesn't, it doesn't sound that pleasing to our human ears for some reason, uh, which uh, again, we'll explain down the line why exactly that is. But that's how you get to music and pitches blending uh, is when those vibrations clash in the air or if they work really well together in the air, like that. So that's what music theory is all about figuring out what pitches work well with each other and what don't work well with each other and how you can use both to make good music because it's not necessarily a rule book of what you can and cannot use. It's just how to use different pitches. So once you know, now that you know that uh, sound is caused by vibrations in the air, now think about the fact that every sound that you have ever heard or could possibly ever hear has a pitch. That is a basic fact. Anything that you hear from the fan running in your room to the lawn mowing down the street, uh, and obviously the car driving past playing some music. Uh, pitches are everywhere. It's also called frequency. Pitch, frequency, same kind of thing. Uh, and in music theory, it's called a note, what note you're using. And the way that to think about that, especially when you're talking about frequency, that's when we get into how these different pitches blend together because certain frequencies work with others and certain ones don't. Um, or do less so, and they are less pleasing to our ears. So there's a wide range of frequencies that human ears can hear. But in Western music, uh, we actually break it down into 12 distinct notes. First off, in Eastern music, music coming from the Eastern Hemisphere, there are actually much more than 12 notes that get used. Think of a sitar and how that instrument sounds, the quality of it. That's because they find notes between the notes that we use here in the West, uh, what we would call microtones. So maybe we have something like this, or something like this. Those are two different notes in Western music. 
And the way that we can find them in Western music, those microtones between them, is kind of blending the two together. And we hear uh, how they sound, how, how a bit of that in-between sound goes. But for now, we're just going to focus on Western music and the 12 notes, or semitones they're called, that we use in all of music theory in the West. Every single song you've ever heard, at least that's produced over here, uses some combination of only these 12 notes. So if you're looking at your keyboard, uh, which first off I'll say for this podcast to learn efficiently, you should have some kind of a keyboard in front of you. Um, other instruments are great. I, I only know piano, so I'll be teaching it on piano. And I do find that piano uh, is pretty good to learn music theory on because it's very laid out. Um, so refer to the picture for this podcast uh, or a picture of a, of a uh, piano or keyboard so that you can see uh, what note is what as I play it. And I thoroughly recommend writing on your piano, marking it uh, with what note is what so that it's easy to see and everything's all laid out. I still, you know, I know music theory, but I have my keyboard all marked up with what note is what uh, just because it helps me to know uh, what key I'm playing and visualize it all better. So if you're looking, there's a bit of a, a pattern, especially if you look at the black keys on your keyboard, there's kind of two together and then there are three different uh, black keys as well. And then you'll see this pattern uh, repeats itself with different white keys in between. So if you look at the group of two black keys, uh, especially around the middle of your keyboard, just below that, there's a white key. And again, just look at the picture for this podcast and you should be able to see it. That will be your middle C right around there, right, right around the middle of the keyboard. So the different pitches that we use in Western music go like this. That's your middle C. We use the letters A through G to represent these pitches. So go down two white keys from that C. That's your C. So right there is your A. So it goes like this, the 12 different semitones. And I'll go slow so that you can pause and mark up your keyboard as we go and listen so that you know how the pitch sounds. So that's A. One key, one, one next note up from that, the black key, is A sharp. That can also be called B flat, and we'll get into it later, when uh, you would call it either one, A sharp or B flat. The white key above that, uh, the next note up, is B. After that, you have C, there is no black key in between. Now again, sometimes this can be called B sharp, we will get into when that would happen, but that is your C. And then, the black key above that, C sharp or D flat. Above that is D. The next key up, the black key, is D sharp uh, or E flat. Next, the next white key is E. And then again, no black key in between. So right after that is F. But again, sometimes called E sharp. And then you have F sharp or G flat. Then we have G. The black key above that is G sharp, or A flat, and then we're right back at A. That is a chromatic scale, uh, just every note played right after the other. So that is the pattern for how pitches get organized, again, in Western music. Again, in Eastern music, much more uh, to work with, um, and a whole lot more uh, frequency combinations that you can use. But yes, A, uh, A through G, and then we repeat back to A above that, 
and it gets higher and higher up until you get to the end of your keyboard. Up there. Between A and A, that is what's called an octave. Between any, any key and it's uh, eight notes up, that's how it gets the name octave. Or C to C. Anything like that is an octave. And we will get more into that in our intervals section. So that's the general overview of pitches. Uh, please mark up your keyboard and that will set you up for all the next episodes where we get into how these pitches get broken down and used in music theory. Stay tuned. Thank you.